Welcome, guys, to a new episode of the Analytics for You podcast. This is a space to talk about technology, digital solutions, and analytics in the haircut field. My name is Marian Montero. I am here with Ruben and Michael. How are you doing, guys? Doing great today, Marielle, and looking forward. I already know some of the things we're going to cover today, so uh, one of them is particularly exciting. I think everybody's going to like it. How about you, Michael? How are you doing? Oh, great, great, great. Uh, I'm, I'm doing good. Thank you for asking, and thanks for having me again. Always a pleasure. Marielle. How are you, Marielle? How are you feeling? I feel good. <laughs> Our special guest of last week's episode, Julissa asks, what is our house of Howard of the popular Harry Potter franchise? And um, I would like to know, what is your house, guys? <laughs> so you guys had us take a test. This is what I was saying earlier about being, I'm sure it's going to get some people excited. Uh, we, you had us take a, an online test, and I actually turned out to be a slithering. So You're I'm one of the bad guys. Wow. <laughs> wow. Bad guy. Yeah. Well, you know, the slither. The oh, go ahead. Go, go ahead. Go. No, 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 go no, ahead. no, no, no. You, you go. Go, go. Okay. So I also took the test and I'm Hufflepuff. So I'm Ooh. one of the good guys. I was there telling. <laughs> yes. I was telling Emily about it. I don't know. All the bad guys are around me. So what yeah. were you saying about, about slithering? House. No, I mean, and all, every one of the houses, you know, I mean, if you look at it, everyone, really, they all have virtues, obviously. Um, and, you know, some of them are maybe are not as virtuous as others in a sense, or at least they're not portrayed that way. But uh, that's the interesting, about, interesting thing about the real world, right? Because Hogwarts is a fantasy world, but, or the Harry Potter world is a, is a fantasy world. But it's, it's obviously based on, you know, things that happen in, in real life. So... You know, everybody has a chance at redemption. So even if you're a slithering or you're, or you're one of the death eaters, you know, eventually some of these people actually turn themselves around and do, do the right thing. So, uh, and of course, not everybody that lives in virtue is always virtuous, you know, so, <laughs> <laughs> right? Right. Mm-hmm. At Sphere, I true, I was going to be Gryffindor. And to my surprise, they had say, um, a member of Rivercloud. And I immediately identify with the educativity and eccentric character of this house. It's a perfect match uh, for me. Yeah, Ravenclaw is a great house. There's lots of good characters in there, yeah. Yes. But... So before so before we, we move uh, to the subject, do you, do you, have you guys all really like followed the Harry Potter world? I mean, are you all really into it or both of you well i'm new to the whole concept to be honest with you i, I was never mm. a, a harry potter um i guess uh enthusiastic but mm-hmm. uh but now I'm, I'm more interested to find out more about it i want to know why i'm a hufflepuff <laughs> <laughs> why, why, why do i belong to, to the <laughs> to the house but you know for well, me more, tell- more or less more or less, yeah. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you, I, we read all the books. I read them all. Um, and it, it was actually a very interesting experience because it, it was, those books came out before we had our daughter. And uh, we, 
we look forward to each one of them. When I say we, I mean me and my wife. And we actually read uh, each other the books. So we would read, like she would read a chapter, I would read a, another chapter and so on and so forth until we read every one of the books. And I can't remember, I can't count how many times, you know, reading, I would fall asleep, not because I didn't like the book. I actually enjoyed it so much. It was so comforting that it would put me to sleep. And so sometimes we'd read a whole chapter and I'd wake up the next morning or she would read me a chapter and I'd wake up the next morning. I'm like, oh, I'm not sure I remember half of the chapter. So, <laughs> so then when the movies started coming out, you know, we were like, OK, let's go. Let's go catch movies. But uh, to be honest, by the time the last one came out, I don't even think I saw it in the theaters. Uh, so I was very surprised. Uh, uh, maybe the, the last one was split up into two movies. So I think I saw the second of the movies and not the, of the and then the first one I ended up seeing like probably a, a, on an airplane or something like that. Um, but I was always fascinated with what J.K. Rowling did there. I mean, she really created an excellent uh, world that, that's really, you know, that captures the essence of being a young and teenager, young kid and a teenager, and, you know, all the changes that you go through in life and, and falling in love and fighting and, you know, bullying and the whole thing. She really puts it into a, in a way that, that people can relate to. And then on top of that, if you go, I mentioned it in the last podcast, but if you go to the Universal Studios and you see the, the world of Harry Potter, it's unbelievable. I actually enjoy that, I think, more than the, than the movies and the books now. Uh, obviously, it's a, a little bit older, but uh, you go there and you really get submerged into, into being there. So it's, got, it's a lot of fun. If you haven't done it, I highly, highly, highly recommend you go to Universal Studios and catch that. I'll go ahead and put that on my bucket list then. <laughs> we'll see. Thank you, guys. But let's get into it. Today, we will talk about the, how this analytic impact the management of resource. Michael, can you expand on this topic, please? Yes, not, not a problem. You know, this is one of the subjects that, that it is recurrent within us, our, our series in here, uh, uh, podcast, uh, this analytics. Um, essentially, um, with this analytics, you, you get a snapshot of the operation where y you know when it's time to, to activate new resources, to acquire new technology, to open up more, um, more slots for, for uh, technicians to come and work with you, to expand on the hours. And essentially, and this is something that, that Ruben makes sure that everyone hears it, is that uh, this analytics um, talks to you. Uh, it reacts to the operation without you checking on them. So basically what you would do is, is set up a goal and, and let the operation run. And once you reach a certain goal, then, then you know it's time to, to um, acquire more resources. Just recently, we, we were helping one of our clients um, with their data. And we found out that for three consecutive years, they have the same, about the same amount of sonogram studies throughout the years. And, and after a review, we found out that they were rescheduling uh, the, the studies that were in excess and they were pushing them forward, meaning that they were ready to, to get more resources and, and to spend on, on the hours. Um, for them to grow, you know, without this analytics, all you will do is 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 just find out that you were doing the the studies, but with this analytics, um, 
you can see where where you know your operation has taken you for the past three years. So to put everything in a nutshell, um, I think it's a terrific um, way to to you know sit down with with the administration part of the hospital or or the operation and 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 to have a strong argument with where you can say, look, you know, we are ready to make this investment and, and to grow our operation to the next step. I'm gonna approach it a little bit farther out. So a little bit away from this analytics, even though that's the tool that we know can show you this. I'm gonna talk about how going digital in every sense of the word creates efficiencies. And when you create efficiencies, then you are ready to grow and to manage your resources in a very different way. The example you, you mentioned is really, really, really good in the sense that this institution <clears throat> probably has a good idea that they have a chance to grow the particular area of ultrasound. Uh, this analytics would actually show them that, but this analytics is not the cause of it, right? The cause of it is that uh, they've, they've gone digital in one way or another and they've created efficiencies. Last uh, week, I visited with a customer, and this is the perfect example for, for the, uh, the subject of today. Uh, they're using a digital system, but that system is not completely integrated. And by not being integrated, there's a whole bunch of manual processes still going on. And that's interesting to me, because I told them, I, even, I asked them before I even knew, one of the questions that I always ask people are, are you ready to grow? Would you be able to handle an extra, say, 10% of patients that showed up today? And you know, the, mo mo people are actually pretty honest about that. They'll, they'll tell you if they're really able to handle it or not. And this customer immediately, almost, I, I found it very interesting because without even thought, thinking about it twice, they said, yes, of course we could. So if I, if, if that's just to make it, make it round numbers, if I'm doing 10 patients today, I know I can do 12. I wouldn't be an issue to handle those two extra patients. Or if I'm doing 20, I should be able to do 24. So that's about, you know, again, 20% growth. So they didn't hesitate. They said yes. And then when I looked at their systems, I said, you have no idea that you could do that right now if you had the right digital system to handle it. And I told them, with our systems, we've seen in every single installation a 10, 20, sometimes even a 30% increase in the ability to handle you know, patients or new patients than what they had before. I don't even wanna see what it would be there in this customer. I'm, I'm really excited. I'm really looking forward to, to them implementing uh, a new system because they're already ready to go you know, uh, to, to a higher level. And then on top of that, you're gonna put in a, a system that allows them to do that. They're, they'll probably grow their, their practice by 30, 40, 50% because they know that they're capable of doing more. And, and even though they're digital in a certain way, it's really stopping them because it's not a completely digital system. So, so this analytics would actually make that very obvious to you, okay? This analytics would show you, uh, for example, we have, uh, we're able to show you the shifts. So you would see how your shifts in work are gonna, are gonna be performing one versus the other. And when you can see that, you're gonna say, okay, well, why is it that from seven to three, I'm, 
I'm nailing, you know, a good, you know, 20% higher volume than I am from three to 11. Oh, well, it's later in the day, so on and so forth. Yeah, but you only have one person, for example, in that, in that second shift versus three people in the previous shift. So, you know, percentage-wise speaking, you should be able to do, you know, handle the same amount, the same amount of numbers and you're not doing that. So this analytics helps you do that, but more than that, uh, or at least it points you in the, in the direction to be able to learn about, you know, where your inefficiencies may be, but you still have to go ahead and, you know, make the investment in, in, in tools that will allow you to take uh, advantage of that. Excellent question, Marin, by the way. Every day we discover many new things about this analytics. Thank you so much, Guy, to share this with us. If you are interested in a demo, contact up and we will gladly assist you. This is a wrap for today. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you all for listening. Stay tuned for upcoming episodes. Goodbye. Goodbye. See you all later. All right, uh, folks, uh, we always appreciate you listening to us in, in our podcast. We put a lot of love into them and a lot of, uh, you know, uh, fun. And, and we try to, to show you that. But right now I want to talk a little bit about a serious subject, uh, a subject that uh, I'm sure a lot of you have uh, already encountered one way or the other. And I think it's, uh, it happened to me recently and it's a, the closest that it's happened. I hope it doesn't get any closer than this, but um, I have a friend who I actually hadn't spoken or seen in 20 years. Before that, for about four years, we had worked uh, together and we had spent a lot of time together besides work. So pretty much our lunch breaks, we had a group of about eight or 10 of us and we would all go to lunch together. Uh, and then we would all go out socially in the evenings together. And uh, He taught me how to play darts and how to drink Guinness beer and uh, many things like that. And even though I hadn't talked to him in 20 years, uh, the news that he committed suicide uh, came in this Sunday at around 10 p.m. And, and it really broke my heart uh, because it reminded me of all those great times. And I didn't think that that could be possible, honestly. Uh, I'm a very rational person. And to me, there's no rational explanation as to why everything that floated me was these memories that have should really be in the back burner and should really be irrelevant by now, but, but they all came flooding towards the forefront. And, and um, I just want to make sure that people know, you know, that, that these things are happening and that people are going through their, through their really tough times. And when they do, um, we probably need to reach out and we need to figure out, and I'm not, I'm not, I don't have any regrets about, hey, I haven't talked to him in 20 years, but I do, I do wonder, you know, when was the last time that I should have reached out, you know, when was the last time that I should have talked to him? This is a person that I, I don't even have his phone number anymore. And uh, I would have had to, you know, go through another one, another one of my friends and, and kind of figure it out. And life kind of got in the way of that. And yet, now that he's gone, it's hit me like a ton of bricks. Uh, so always think about, you know, somebody like that. It may not be that important in your life right now, but 
at some moment in time, if they're gone, and it doesn't have to be by suicide, but you know, however, however way they may be gone, it may hit you harder than you think. And, and if that's a possibility, sit there and evaluate it. Sit there and evaluate it. Who, who could you reach out to right now that if, they were, if you knew they, they were gone, it might, it might affect you? Uh, and vice versa. Uh, maybe, maybe in reaching out, who knows? I'm not saying that it would, but who knows if that would have been you know, the little thing that would have kept him here instead of, of making that, that tough decision that, that he made. So uh, life is fragile. Life is a gift. Please enjoy it and make sure that you reach out to the ones that you, know, you could be impacting with your, with your greatness. Thanks to all. And I know this is you know, not usually the subjects that we, we try to cover, but I want to make sure that um, I'm giving you, the audience, a chance uh, to do something that I probably, you know, when I look back on it now, I probably should have done. Uh, and, and maybe these words will, will you know, help you out and going out and, and talking to others. Uh, and for those of you that are going through tough times, they don't last, okay? Let people know about the tough times. If you do, if you tell somebody, if you open up just for a second, you will find somebody that's going to be able to help you, okay? And somebody that's going to walk you through, through this. I'm in no position to, to save anybody. Michael, Emily, Mariel, the team behind it, Manuel, the, the team behind this podcast, none of us are in a position to save anybody. But if we find somebody that needs the help, I'm sure we'll all go out of our way to do it. So um, please don't struggle alone. Okay. Don't struggle alone. It's, it's funny, not funny in a funny way, but it's interesting how, you know, a person that I haven't seen in 20 years has impacted me more with this departure than probably anybody else that, that I've, uh, you know, lost in, in my life. So um, I don't talk about the other people and I'm talking about this person. Okay. So keep that in mind. You will be missed. People will miss you. Don't do that. You know, don't do it, but don't, don't do it in the sense of don't do it. Go out and ask for help. Um, people will understand, okay? Don't be embarrassed about whatever it is that you may be going through. Um, people have probably all gone through worse anyway. So, all right. Thanks to all and uh, stay safe out there. Enjoy life and uh, be a good friend. Take care.